Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Don't wake me. I'm dreaming. Buccaneers and Jaguars. This just in, Blake Bortles still sucks. But anyway, welcome to the Clown Hour. This is your host, Scott Burks. I'm the creator of a sports blog called The Clown Times. That's Clown Spill with K. You can find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. And you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just um, have a little fun right now on Facebook. Um, you know, just post a new rant today on, on, on U Jackson. Uh, just check it out there, and also check other stuff out, like the funny memes and interaction with fans. Like... Okay, you find me there as well. Uh, even though we're in the midst of the NFL preseason, there's one season that's right around the corner. That's glory. So. To help me do that, we got two guys, two Twitter friends of mine from the All Sports Discussion ACC Sports Blog right now, and Jeff Fan hopefully will be joining us. He's trying to get that money for his job. But anyway, welcome, Matt. It's been a little while. How are you, sir? It's been a while, man. How you doing? I'm I'm fair for a square storming. There's like rain cats and dogs here, um, you know, trying to, you know, as if it's like the Ten Commandments all over again, you know, with the Brainstorm and everything, but uh, yeah, hope all is well in your hood, man, and, and uh, Virginia as well. So good, to, good to be speaking with you again. Um, so yeah, let's talk ACC football, shall we? And the wonderful, Absolutely. glorious year it had in 2016. I mean, it, yes, dude, it was like I like I like what people were saying when the year the Florida State won it in 20, I want to say 2013, um, that that was one of the best, well, the best. ACC football season because, you know, you had at one point, I think, three teams in the top ten. And we had a hot start before they fell off the wagon, as well as Clemson and Florida State, the eventual national champion. But I say this past year takes the cake in a big way because, you know, the Clemson slaying the Alabama Dragon. The ACC teams went nine and three and count the conference, count the national championship game is. Nine and three in bowl games, and I know that people like to poop bowl games as exhibition, 
But we had a great record against the SEC. A great record against the SEC, even better record against the Big Ten. Two conferences that the ACC is, you know, is constantly like uh, like compared against for territory and financial reasons, and it's it's just amazing to see the, how the narrative has changed in a less than three or four year period, where the ACC was considered to be one of the worst college football conferences, along with the then Big East Conference. And now, and, and even with the Big Ten, you know, they, it, you know, the Big Ten is lenient as well. But now the ACC is the football conference king of 2016, heading into this season. They're crowing. You, like, uh, like I don't know if you could tell from the car wash at the uh, ESPN that they had, led by one Dabble Sweeney and uh, Jimbo Fisher just. Crowing about the success of the ACC as well, they should. We went nine and three, uh, you know, in our bowl games. We had winning records against uh, the SEC in consecutive years for the first time in God knows how long, and even a better record against the Big Ten. So, basically, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I wanted to say there, bro, is that. I mean, yeah. a lot of that comes with the quarterback position, right? I mean, you had Deshaun Watson right. at Clemson last year. You had Brad Kyle at Miami. You had Lamar Jackson, the Heisman Trophy winner at Louisville. You had Mitch Trubisky at North Carolina. You had DeAndre Francois at Florida Tech. I'm not done yet, right? You had Nathan Peterman, who's <laughs> pretty decent at Pittsburgh. Eric Dungy at yeah. Syracuse. I didn't even mention my guy at Virginia Tech, who, right, Gerard Evans, who played – but, you know, he was ranked by Athlon as 11th best quarterback in the league and certainly found his way in the top four at the end of the year, right? You had James right. McClendon right. at NC State. I mean, you, you know, and then, you know, Finley came in later, you know, your guys at NC State. I mean, this was a very good quarterback class, right? I mean, and Duke, right. Right? Daniel Jones. I mean, you had yes, he literally had, a, he had 11, 12 quarterbacks that, you know, I didn't say Matt Johns right at UVA, but you had 11, 12, 11 quarterbacks <laughs> in this league that could play the position, and I think right. that had everything to do with the ACC's production last year. Exactly. And plus, it also helps that now, you know, you have defenses. It's going to be the, be the, be the call of the day, you know, it's going to be the call of the card. Uh, not to jump so far for a minute, but basically, you know, NC State – has arguably the best front seven in all college football. I'm not making I'm not making this up with the guys that got coming back, the Chubb kid and and everybody else. As far as well as Clemson has a great front seven as well coming back. And we hadn't even looked at Boston College, who is traditionally slow on defense. Too bad they don't have an offense to supplement that. But um Florida State has a lot of talent coming back on defense. Um and you know, you look yeah. at you know the coastal. I mean, it's I mean, Vitek, your boy is always strong on defense, thanks to Bud Foster. I mean, it's going. You know to what's be... interesting? No, I was say, you know what's interesting about that? Though? And you're bringing up yeah. good points about the defense. I mean, Jeff, Jeff, you know, my buddy here, right, talking ACC sports. You can follow him on Twitter. He did some rankings, right, of the of the of the of the defensive line, right. And get yep. some rankings of the cornerbacks and the linebackers, and you know. So I'll just I'll throw, let's throw out his top five, right, for the defensive line, right? 
He had Dexter Lawrence on there from Clemson. He had Christian Wilkins on there from Clemson. He had Harold Landry on there from BC, Bradley Bradley Chubb from NC State, and Derek Nottie from Florida State. Well, I asked him, I said, wait a second, where's Tim Settle? Right, from Virginia Tech, because I know you know him. You're a college football fan, right? And and then he says to me, yeah, guys like Settle, Josh Schwett, and Colin Farrell, right, it's like, you know, it's a very parallel to what the ACC was in QBs last year. There is so much talent on the defensive line in the ACC year. It's just sick. I mean, you look at, let's look at, you know, the cornerbacks, right? And as you, talk, mm-hmm. you talked about Virginia Tech, right? This is the calling card, of course, from Virginia Tech. But he mentioned Tavarius McBadden, J- Jari Alexander from uh, from Louisville, I'm sorry, McFadden is with Florida State. MJ Stewart from North Carolina, right. Brandon Faison with Virginia Tech, but they also have Greg Stroman, right? And and you know, I mean, it's it's really and Lance Austin and Georgia Tech. I mean, again, it's just a terrific set of cornerbacks and the linebackers in this league, bro. Think of the Virginia. Same thing. Think of the Commonwealth, right? Because two of the best linebackers in the league in the ACC and in the United States are playing at Virginia Tech this year, right? In Tremaine Edmonds and Andrew Matuapuaka. You know, so, I mean, it's just a – I mean, I, just touching on your point, I'll give you back the air here. The, the defenses are just crazy this year in the ACC. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's going to be – it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I'm going to bounce back for like, uh, uh, like for a minute. We mentioned the quarterbacks. Um, just imagine this these defense, especially in the case of Miami. Can you imagine if if Brad Kaya stayed for a senior season? If that he stayed for a senior to, season, they'd be exactly. And I'll get to your guy in a minute because that baffled me. But his decision. But just say if you had if, if if Brad Kaya stayed at Miami, if your boy Gerard Evans to get brain dead and stayed at Bot Tech. Um, last year with the defense y'all have, and, and yes, I understand like Deshaun Watson leaving early because he graduated early. I, you know, I get that. But if you had those two guys who stayed, both of those teams would be top ten teams, especially Miami, with all they have coming back on defense, with the running game still intact, with the weapons on the out on on the perimeter. Um, but even, I think they could be favored to win the ACC if they if they came back. If if they came, if Brad Kaya came back, they might be favored to win the ACC. Exactly. Oh, no question about it. And it wouldn't even be close, in my opinion. But even still, I think that this this conference, the Atlantic Coast Conference, will duplicate will duplicate your success because again, they're strong defensively. Every a lot of teams are strong defensively. They still have the great coaching the roster that they have. Dungey's back. Uh, uh, the, 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 yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the quarterback the, the, stuff. The place that Duke is back. Yeah, sure. I mean, I was going to say the quarterback's not, not, not. The quarterback's not dry here, right? Because you still have Jackson, right. Louisville. You still have DeAndre Francois, Florida State. You still have Dungey at Syracuse. You still have Daniel Jones at Duke. Ryan Finley's back at NC State. He had a good year last year, and I think you know having him come back as at a second year. He's sick. You know what is he? What is he? He's like six four. He's pretty good size. You know, right. he, had three, he had over 3,000 yards passing last year. He completed 60% of his throws. You know, he was at 75% of his completions, right? I mean, he has the potential to have a really good year for NC State. I mean, I'm, I mentioned on the podcast before, 
that I'm high on NC State. I know you're a State fan, man. I'm high on NC State breaking <laughs> through, breaking through in the uh, in the Atlantic Division. Maybe you know, not at the top, but they have a chance to pull an upset or two in that division. And I think that NC, I, I think this is Doreen's best team. Yes, you're right. It's been a while. Yeah, and that's the thing, Dave Dor. He this is his, this is his full recruiting class coming coming to fruition. And the one thing that makes me nervous about my beloved Wolfpack is that one word, expectation. Whenever we have expectations, it's the same in basketball. Whenever we have expectations in sports for any of our majors, uh, of our big sports, we flounder. That's just the way it's been since Valvano. Every time we have – keep in mind, that team that won in 83 uh, – NCAA championship, college basketball championship, did not have expectations. As soon as we had expectations, from that point, the next season going forward, it was football or basketball. It's that curse, man. We flounder. I mean, we floundered under um, ah, the coach, the football coach, like Coach Philip Rivers. It escapes my head. I, I called his name out the other day, too, and discussed. But at any rate, he had expectations. For that season as well, you know, like we lost that game, we should have won against Ohio State. When we inexplicably took knee after knee after knee, we were at the goal line, played for overtime instead of playing for the win, and uh, Chuck the model. Um, and you know, his teams are undisciplined, very talented, crazy talented, but wildly undisciplined. And now you have Dave Doran coming in. Hell, we should have beaten Clemson last year. We, we could have oh, been yeah. that one Oh, yeah, you just signed a damn kicker. The <laughs> exactly. We would have been that one ACC team that kept us out of the playoffs. And we would have been hated for that. Yeah, that was a kicker. <laughs> so I mean, then the kicker just, like, did you in. Uh, exactly. I remember I mean, that game. That, you should have had that game. Oh, I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's just the thing. I mean, it's like you you can't win a national title sometimes without, without having a few lucky breaks go your way, and that just right. happened for Clemson that day. Oh, God, that was beyond luck. That was just divine. I, I, <laughs> damn, damn the NHL tribulation on the way. But I'm just afraid of cutting the state because and we'll, we'll get to our, our predictions shortly. But sure. I think if NC State finishes less than third in the division, the Atlanta division, it'll be a huge disappointment. I think the best move this year. I think the challenge Clemson because Clemson comes to our place this year. Um, yes, Florida State's a little different story, but Florida State has no offensive line to save its life. So we 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 can the schedule outside of conference play is not daunting at all. I mean, sure we got a trip to to, to Notre Dame this this season, which I'll be there. By the way, and they're going to be better too. Let's be fair. They're and gonna they're going to be good. Like I think Notre Dame is going to be very good this year. And yeah, out of that, um, I mean, I mean, sure. I mean, I, like, like I think we get ECU this year. I don't have the schedule right in front of me, but even still, if we do not finish a, a third place or higher, it will be a huge disappointment in our books. Why I'm just afraid of crying them because, you know, it's expectations, man. We can't do expectations for some reason. And speaking of expectations, it's a good segue here. I was going to ask you, who has the biggest expectations given what's going on 
in the league. You got Miami has the defense coming back. Year two under Mark Ritt, everybody in the mama's clown and in the Coastal Division for the first time for Miami to go to the conference championship games as a joint agency, if you can believe that. And people are talking about Florida State with all that talent for that. Now a lot of people are talking about Clemson because of the quarterback situation. You know, that we still think that they're going to be very good. So who do you think, which ACC team do you think has the biggest expectations when? Well, Florida State, no question, has the biggest expectations because they're picked, yes. you know, high in several polls. In, in several polls, you know, in several polls, they're, you know, they're picked above, above Alabama, right? So they clearly right. come in the season with the biggest target on their back in the ACC. And I th- then I think you have to look at Clemson because they're the defending champions. And then certainly I think you have to look, you have to look at Miami because, you know, as you said, they're picked to, they're, they're picked by the media to win the coastal division. I, I feel like my set, my set, I feel like myself, Scott, that they're on a, it was a very good hire by him, by Miami to bring in Mark. Oh, and I think, and I yeah. think that, yeah, because I think, in fact, I think it was ridiculous of Georgia to let him go. You know, the fact the fact that he's he's got them on an upward trajectory, getting good players in the door, coaching them well. He brought in a good defensive coordinator in Diaz, and I just think that, you know, I think that they they certainly have the now. Granted, they got a new quarterback coming in, like you said, Kai is gone, yeah. right? But but they have but they have the most coming back. They have a terrific running back. They have a ter- terrific running back. Although I understand he may have just got, I, I missed some reports on this, but it sounds like he got hurt in practice. It sounds like Mark Rowe mm-hmm. may have got hurt in practice. I don't know about right. I, I don't know about how severe the injury is, but you know, but they have a good, you know, they, but they have pretty much a lot of returning starters on that team. So they they rightfully should be picked, you know, probably to be the favorite in the Coastal Division. But I'm not, you know what? I'm very, I'm like Ralph Russo, right, from the Associated Press, right? I'm, I'm very yeah. reluctant to pick somebody who hasn't won the division, <laughs> you know. So, but we'll nice. see, we'll see. You know, I mean, like I said, I mean, you know, a lot of teams in the Coastal Division have their question marks, right? I mean, Virginia Tech has to pull, replace a lot of skill division, uh, skill players, right? I mean, you have, you have uh, a new quarterback. I think they, I think they made good. A good selection for the starting quarterback in Josh Jackson, and I think I think he's mm-hmm. going to do very well, very well. And they have the QB whisperer there and coach and plenty, right? Georgia Tech has a lot of returning people on there, and they they may be a dark horse at the Coastal, but they've got to make sure that mm. their quarterback, right, Matthew Jordan, can be a consistent passer here and there. Um, I, I do think Pittsburgh, had, you know, Pittsburgh is an issue, interesting situation, but they have to get their defense all set up so they can actually do some pass defense once in a while. I think Duke may actually be in a position where they have the best court. They probably have the best quarterback right now in the Coastal, Duke and Daniel Jones. They do. I think they do. That that kid was very good as a true freshman last year. So the, the sky's living for that kid. And plus, we all know that Dave Cutcliffe is, you know, in addition to being, like, <clears throat> divine for Duke, I mean, such a godsend for Duke football, in a turn for ACC football as well, he is also the ultimate quarterback whisperer. That's the Mannings. Yes. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the Manning brothers. So, I mean, the thing is that I think that they, they – I think that that kid that is starting, I guess he's a true sophomore now, 
He's it, Duke. Duke is going to be better, I think, than people think. And they have a favorable schedule. Baylor's coming to Durham this year, which should be a very interesting game. And they play Northwestern this year. I know they play. I think they. they, they I think they do play Baylor. Do they? I, I, I forgot they play Northwestern. Yeah, you know they play. They play Baylor at home, and they yeah, and they have Northwestern at home too. Okay. Wow. Both of those games at home. Yeah, both um, of those but, are at home. Wow, this should be interesting. If, if they come out of those two games, because both, it's hard to it's hard to predict how Baylor's going to be. But I think Northwestern just has a decent squad. If they could come out there two and zero, win both those games, and of course they're going to beat NC Central to start the year. If they come out the non-conference, that part of the non-conference schedule with, with all three wins, look the hell out. That's, yeah, that's it is, it's going to be interesting because right after that they play at North Carolina, and I, again mm. I like the coaching matchup between Duke and North Carolina. I will take Duke, the Duke coach for, versus Fedora any day of the week. You know, Me too. I mean, I just, I just, I just like that matchup. Then they have Miami at home, and I, I, I that is actually an evening game on ESPN. That's why I mentioned that. I mean, it's a really big, it's a big national game. It's a big that Duke gets to host a national game at home, but and I was and the reason I'm talking about this, right, right, Scott, is because I was going to blog about this. Um, Duke just raised three hundred forty million dollars over seven years for its athletic program. Mm. And we did the stadium too. They, they finished with the stadium. Three hundred forty. Three hundred forty million, and it was originally yeah. a two hundred fifty million dollar goal. I mean, they were they raised like three point two five billion dollars for their. For, that's just amazing to me. But three point two five billion for their overall university uh, endowment, and uh, three hundred forty was earmarked for athletics. And I, I and I just see them, you know, slowly finding themselves into a situation where they're a perennial top twenty five program. Mm. Terry, David Cutcliffe, he's pound for pound the best coach in college football. Doing what he's doing at yeah. Duke. With a limited, I mean, granted, Duke has more resources now, uh, especially yeah. with the ACC network along, you know, like that's coming down the pipe. But to Duke, but compared against his other fellow competitors, like at a conference, it's a private, small private school. And to do what he's been able to do, over the last what six seven years has been there because slowly yeah. building up the you know, uh, the profile of the football program it's nothing short uh, of amazing. He's he's I'll come on and say it. He's he's the best coach of college football for what he's done at Duke. He he's he's the best. He's Duke should be pretty. They should be sacrificing chickens and thanks and thanks for this for having him <laughs> there and thank well, you guys as so. well. Let me just say something yeah. quickly about Georgia Tech. Uh, you know, I mentioned that they were yeah. dark horse earlier. If they can get some way, somewhat, I mean, I know, look, I know we, I know you don't pass the whole ball a whole lot in the Georgia Tech offense, but you have to right. pass once in a while to keep, but keep somebody honest. And if Matthew Jordan can do that, Georgia Tech could be a dark horse in the coastal division, you know? So, I mean, it's, this is a, this is a year, Scott, where I think the coastal division is going to be really competitive all year long. But it's not going to be because there's bad football. These are there are some good mm-hmm. football teams and good football coaches in the coastal division. It's a it's another reason. I know we were talking about the strength of the ACC last year. Well, yeah, the ACC was very good last year because there are very good coaches in this league. 
Right. Right. There's a beating. <laughs> it definitely yeah, does. So, my friend. Yeah, so so basically basically though I'm you know, I'm looking <clears> at you know, I'm basically looking probably right now today to say Miami and Florida State will be in the A C C title and I'm probably picking Florida State to win the A C C title. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, yeah. it's hard, hard, for me, my hard for me not to do that. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, and I know we're jumping around here, but we might as well skip to it. I was, I've been going back and forth between Florida State and Clemson to represent the Atlantic. I mean, hell, it's been that way, like, for the past seven, eight years. But, sure. um, I mean, the thing is, is Florida State has better talent offensively they're just as talented as Clemson is defensively. There's this one thing that sticks into my craw. They don't have an offensive line. They, 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 they're not good in the trenches on offense. That's what did them in last year. And you remember yeah. when the first game against Ole Miss, even though they came back to win it, they were, I mean, they were getting beat up front by Ole Miss, man, before Ole Miss got worn out. And DeAndre Francois, he took a beating in the first half because that offensive line, I mean, hell, I mean, just imagine how much better Dalvin Cook would have been if the offensive line was worth a damn. <laughs> you know, he did his work behind a terrible offensive line. And they got well, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I mean, what would be interesting there is, would be to see if, because I've had a couple of friends out there pick Miami to win the ACC. And that's not out of the question either. But right. I, like I said, I'm reluctant to pick somebody to. I'm reluctant to pick somebody to win the ACC who hasn't even won their division yet. You gotta, you gotta do one to get to the other, you know. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite there. With, I'm not quite there with that yet. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, though, Florida State has a tough. If they could. I got them losing to Alabama in week one because I think Alabama's a lot better in the trenches than they are, and that'll be the difference. Okay. If they do beat Alabama, it's going to be one magical ride for Florida State. It's going to be. I mean, I mean, look. I mean, you know, I mean, they. I mean, they go to Clemson. Okay, Miami comes to town like shortly, like in the first month of the year. They also come to our place in NC State. So it's going to be an interesting September for Florida State. If Florida State comes out of there with just one loss, then they're, going to, they're probably going to go to the uh, conference title game because I think – Oh, well, yeah, think well, not only that, but the college football playoff, I'd say. Yeah, exactly, because they got the schedule. One thing – just two things that go over Clemson. A, that more times offensively, and B, they'll have a tougher schedule. And if they come out of there with just one loss – and, and I think that they could beat Clemson at this hour this year. I really do. Then, then uh, they could really make some noise across the playoff. I mean, you can't, they can't deny it. But I'm just thinking about Miami, man, because I picked Miami twice before they won the Coastal. I've been burned both times. But you know what? That's what I think with Miami, right? Because Miami goes to Florida yeah. State. They've got a new quarterback coming into Doe Campbell. I don't see that working out well. Now, I've had some friends no, say that not. Miami's going to win that. That's not going to go well at all. I, right. I, in fact, but but I think it could be an aggressive game for Florida State 
who plays NC State at home the following week. And like you said, you mentioned it well. NC State has a very good defensive line, and they could wreak right. some havoc. They could cause some problems for Florida State, some deep problems for Florida State. And we haven't really talked about Wake a whole lot on this po- on this podcast, Scott. But Wake is what 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 has been what their coach has done there, Clawson. Dave Clawson yes. is nothing sort of remarkable. Yes. Exactly. You know, totally agree. Totally. Agree. I mean, if they had an offense, which they don't, but if they had an offense. Florida State would be a little a little scared. I mean, because the, the defense that Wake has, it's pretty good. Yes, it's very damn good. They they, they equipped themselves actually in the bowl game against Temple. You know, Temple was the conference, the the, the American Athletic Conference champion, if I, if, it, if I can recall. It, and Wake just slapped them around. <laughs> I mean, they just oh yeah they, yeah they, they, yeah they played Temple really yeah they played Temple and they just yeah. So yeah, and I agree. I mean, Dave Clawson, he's done a hell of a job at Wake uh, uh, last year, and I think he's going to go park on this because he has a lot of those guys coming, uh, coming back. Um, but speaking of Wake, remember Wake Leaks? Remember the whole yes. thing that fall out from like from that? This, yes, I'm starting to like this thing between Louisville and Wake Forest. That's trying yeah, it's to been funny. It's been funny. Yes, it has. Funny. It turns into trash talking. It turns into, you know, Lamar Jackson saying that Clawson disrespected him. There's a lot of bad blood that's building up now. They come to wait. They, you know, they'll be playing once film this year. Um, that's going to be fun. But one thing, I'm worried about Louisville, though, because I, I think that Louisville lost a lot of time around Lamar Jackson. And Jackson also tailed off, like, the last two games of the season. It seemed like. Ever since, like, like, remember when when when, uh, when Louisville barely lost to Clemson on national TV? And oh, yeah, yeah, and then, it just, and, then it just, and then their stock market just fell out after that. Yes, it did. It's like they expected Louisville, for some reason, expected to be in the top four in the cost for uh, football player rankings, rankings that team rankings that week, and they were, like, number five, and they were all despotted and crap. And I think they were, like, six, I think. But – at any rate, then they just laid an egg at Houston and never recovered. So um, I, I don't know what to expect from this year, but I do expect a bit of a drop-off because, again, um, they lost a lot of players. Like the Cardinals lost a lot of players both sides of the ball. And, you know, if, if, if the offensive line ain't better, I mean, it's just, just those guys as Florida State was last year. Um, if if the old line is not better for Lamar Jackson, it's going to be they're looking. I think this turn right at eight and four, or seven and five. You know, if them things will get better soon for them. Well, I mean, they they start out. They probably I think they'll win their first two, right? Because they play Purdue and North Carolina. They're both, you know, yeah. the Purdue game is a national TV game, right? It's on Fox. I think they're going to just drill right. Purdue. Then they go to North Carolina. I think they're going to be North Carolina, too, because North Carolina, I'm sorry, I've seen better run defenses run through a button turner than North Carolina. Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> right? You know, and then they get, yeah. but then they go to Clemson, then they go to Clemson, then they have Clemson at home. And I actually mm. think they can beat Clemson at home. You know, so mm. it's, I think what's interesting for me, Scott, is like that middle of the middle of the season, one, two, three, four, five, the sixth game of the season, they play at NC State. That is a, nationally televised 8 p.m. game. I hope you should be going to that game, Scott. If you should be, you should be making that haul to Raleigh 
Enjoy Dude, I, I think I could make that eight-hour trip. I think I made, made that eight-hour trip from Cincinnati. <laughs> you should go there and have it. Go there and have the the have uh, barbecue at the pit. Hell yeah, I miss that place. I mean, because that is, I think that's going to be a hell of a game. And I, and and to me, yeah. if you look at NC State and Louisville, it's become a rivalry in football and men's basketball. For some reason, it, it seems like that's a growing rivalry in the ACC to me. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I see it on the basketball court, definitely, between Louisville and NC State. It's, it's, it's like, I mean, just, I guess, the way that Louisville just blew the doors of NC State last year. Um, so, I mean, how, how do, why, why do you think it's become a rival on the football field? And, I don't know. It just, I, it just, it, 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 I don't know. I can just feel the friction between the fan bases on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Robert to me, I guess. I can feel the friction. You know, because I, wa- I watch all the ACC teams, right, from our all sports discussion ACC right. Twitter account, and I can just feel the friction between the two teams. I don't know. <laughs> the fan base. And, and I don't know. For some reason, I just feel it. I don't know. For some reason. Right, right. So, And, and that's going to be a hell of a game. That's a, that's a, that's oh, a, that's sure a nationally be. televised game on the 5th, and it's the primetime game on ESPN. Well, let's put it this way. I think one, both teams should be. I mean, I I think Louisville's going to fall off for just a little bit, but I think NC State should be a lot better. But I have a feeling maybe the other way around, given NC State's issue of expectations. But let me ask you this: I didn't get to ask you this earlier about this while we were talking not not too long ago. Think about teams that are going to be on the rebound, like we talked about Duke earlier, right? With the sophomore uh, quarterback. Uh, a year under under Dave Cutler's tutelage. I'm thinking about Syracuse as well. I mean, Eric Dungey's second year in Dino Babers' system. I think Dino Babers is, is, is a hell of a coach as well. He's a great motivator. A great yes, he coach. is. And I think I think Syracuse is going to be better sooner rather than later. Uh, people should sleep on them, but I, I think I, I think Syracuse. I wouldn't it would surprise me if Syracuse is a bowl team this year. I wouldn't be surprised either, but here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? For some yeah. reason, they they have LSU on their schedule. They have to go to LSU right. this year, Syracuse, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, this is a this is a tough schedule, right? For Middle Tennessee State is not an easy mid major team to play. Neither is Central Michigan. These are tough ga- Those are tough games, right? Um, you know. They also have Miami, right, from the Coastal. They also right. have Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh from the Coastal. You know, this is a t- this is a pretty tough schedule for Syracuse. And my thing with Syracuse is that, like, you know, you don't want to say it, but Syracuse has a ceiling because of the side of the ACC that they're in. Right. Does that make sense? What I'm saying, kind of, you know. And I, yeah. I, mean, I think, and it's no knock on Dano Beers because I think he's doing a good job. But we're sitting in a situation where you've got Wake, you've got Florida State, and you've got Clemson all on your side of the division, and you have to play an NC State team that's pretty damn good. That's probably had the best team, as you said. That, that this is all; these are all his players, Dave D's players there, and you have Miami on the schedule. You know, I mean, it's just a, you know, and you've got the, the non-conference game against LSU. I mean, it's it's a it's a tough road to hoe, as they say in farming country in North Dakota. <laughs> right. Right. And I mean, I mean, it's a tough road to hoe. 
Right. I, I just think, you know, it's one of those things where the team is going to be better, but it won't reflect in the, like a record. And, and yeah, no, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%, and I think they have a good chance. I think you I think you can make a case for multiple you, – you could make a case for multiple teams in the ACC to be in bowl, Scott. And, right. you know, I mean, you know, you could make a case – you know, I think the only one you may leave out would be, you know, the loser probably of that Syracuse in the way game, and, you'd probably, and for sure you're going to, you know, leave UVA out. You know, but right. you can make a case for multiple teams to have bowls this year. I just don't think North Carolina. I don't think North Carolina is going. To I don't think so either. I think they're going. I think it'll be they'll probably a five-win team, like I subscribed to uh, Athlon and the ACC Journal. And um, yeah, not. I don't think not either of them have them as, as a bowl team. Um, but another team that I'm thinking about fit. Who do they, like? I know that Max Brown is. The transfer of the UFC is going to start. Yes. But they, they lost so many people. I mean, they, they got some people to come back on offense. But can they stop anybody on defense? That's a million dollar, no. $1 million dollar question. No, no. And, it's, and you know, I don't know how they're going to do this year. It may be difficult. And it's like, but see, here's here's the thing with them, right, Scott? They got no Louisville. They got no Florida State. They got no Clemson on their schedule. Okay. Right. Now, now, granted, if they don't show off on September 6th versus Youngstown State, that could be interesting because, yeah. you know, if you recall, Youngstown State was in the national title game last year against JMU. Right. And they got a lot of right. players back. I mean, and Bo Pelini is a good coach. Yes, he is. And they're playing, they're, they're playing at Penn State, and they've got Oklahoma State at home. So they, they really come out. And I and I, I think people are under underestimating that Youngstown State team. I mean, they can't be looking ahead to Penn State, or or, or they could get they could get, find themselves happening what North Dakota State did to say to, to Iowa State and get to several other teams to Iowa. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's inter- so it's an interesting thing for them. I mean, I think that Pitt is a ball team. You know, I I think they may. They could equal their record from last year. They could be eight and four. They may not be as good as they were last year. Yeah, you know That's what I mean. Does that make sense? You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see them going yeah. anywhere from six and six to nine and three. But but probably. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think that they'll be consist. They'll, they'll be consistent, and for Pitt fans, that's probably a good sign because they they've had you know they've. You know they've had their coach now for a couple of years, right? And and it's just it's they're in a situation where they're winning the games that they're really supposed to win. And to take the next step as a program, you got to start beating some bigger opponents. And they did last year when they beat Penn State and Clemson. Right, and that's the thing. Um, but I, I guess I, I guess I'm a little worried. I think Pitt's gonna get the asses kicked in since then. I'm just come out and say it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll be a game at all. Because uh, it's going to be hella good. They're, they're probably pissed off from last year, year year's results. Um, but let, but I'll close on this. I'll get you on here on this. We we talked earlier about the ACC's success against the SEC for the past few seasons, two or like, three seasons and counting. Um, this year, this the first two weeks of the season is the ultimate barometer test between both conferences. I mean, you got the offer, the 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 offer mentioned uh, 
Alabama, Florida State. Then you have Tennessee versus Georgia Tech, which I think is going to be a very intriguing matchup. Then in Japan, sure. we're going to have uh, Auburn at Clemson, which I think is going to be Hey, wait, wait. You're forgetting something here from the prior from, from the prior week, right? The reunite there in the Black Diamond Trophy. Virginia Tech takes on uh, West Virginia. That's right, with the Big 12. Yeah, that, that's a little ACC Big 12. I mean, that's going to be pretty good. It's going to be pretty North Carolina State takes on South Carolina. I mean, that's going to be, right. you know, that, that damn, first I, week is damn, pretty good. First week's that. pretty good. Yeah. You know, and so, so basically, you, you got a lot you got a lot going on that first week. And, and I actually think, see, I picked F, I think FSU is going to beat Alabama. And I think that Virginia Tech is going to beat West Virginia. Wow. And I, I actually that. think – I mean, there were some jokes. You know, I think we, I think Virginia Tech's going to win by 17 points over West Virginia. <laughs> mm. I do. Mm. I do. I, 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 think, I think the Hokies are going to roll. And then you've got Georgia Tech playing Tennessee, like you said. Uh, and guess what? Georgia Tech beat Vandy. Only one of those teams beat Vandy last year. It was Georgia Tech. You know? Yeah. And I think that – and I really think NC State will beat South Carolina. So – I think there's going to be some some really good success that first week. Can North Carolina beat beat uh, California at home? Maybe. You know why I say that, Scott? Because mm. that if you recall the last time California made a trip to the East Coast, remember they're getting up and playing a noon game at North Carolina. That's 9 a.m. back at home. And it's going to be humid as hell here on the East Coast. That's and right. Sometimes yeah. when they played Maryland, they didn't wake up until the second half. You know, and by <laughs> then it was too late. And by then it was yeah. too late. Now UVA had better show up when they play William and Mary. And we talked about Pitt playing Youngstown State because if you don't show up, those become interesting games in the fourth quarter. Right. Right. You know, so yeah, that's so we got that first week is really underrated because there's some there's some good matches coming in there. And of course you met, you know, you mentioned some other ones that were coming up too. I mean, I really can't wait for football to start as you can tell. <laughs> I I know, same here. I'm the foreman at the mouth of the national championship game last last season. So basically what you're saying is you think that the A C C will acquit itself well against the SEC and the Big Twelve first two weeks of the season. I do, I do, I think it's, I do, and I, and I think it's going to be, a, and I think it's going to be a good year again for the ACC because the quarterbacks are there, the defensive talent is there, and the coaching is there, and I just think it's going to be another good, I think it's going to be another good year for the ACC. I mean, a lot of people forget that the SEC had some, they had some new coaches last year. I think, I mean, I think South Carolina could have done a lot better than Will Mushan, and I think that Georgia made a lot better hire than Miami. You know what I mean? I mean, right. I think a little facetious yeah. there, but they got rid of their good. They got rid of the good coach and hired a different one. And you see, and you've got a lot of good coaches in the ACC, a lot of experience. Do you remember the night of the national championship when you had the Boston College coach on there, right? Adazio. You had Dino Babers on there. You had Dave yeah. Norin on there, and they were doing the film right, game I mean, right, for the national. Oh, that was that was they they had such good insight. And and this is these were your these are your 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 coaches in the schools that were the you know mid tier teams in the season and and they and I thought they were terrific, you know on that sh- on that show they all had just great insight, and so you know that's you know that's why I think the ACC is going to have another good year this year. I mean, you know, and with you know with the you know the ACC network money coming in, 
you see schools trying to raise money for their programs and stuff like that. I mean, you know, we're hoping that, you know, that, that it can that it can be sustainable because, like I said, I mean, the coaching in the ACC, as I, I think, God is at an all-time high. You know, it's very good. Right. Right. Yeah, and I agree with that. So it's going to be fun, bro. It's going to be hella, hella fun. But uh, let me anyway, ask you one quick question. Me, yeah, 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 let me ask you one yes, quick sir. question, then I'll answer it too. Who are your, today, <laughs> who are your four playoff teams? Um, all right, fine. I'll play along. Alabama, USC, Florida State, and Ohio State. What the hell? Ohio State. Where are yours? I have I have that I have almost the exact same thing with you is that except I believe I'm gonna pick Washington rather than USC. Mm. Mm. That's not a bad yes. pick at all. You know, so I have the exact ones that you have, but I think I'm going to go with the Huskies. <laughs> All right. We'll definitely see about that. Yeah. Just when I have my basketball season say, week. And yeah. I, I will say, USC's quarterback is just terrific. I mean, everybody likes yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it, they, they have some deficiencies on defense at USC, but a good quarterback can mask a lot of deficiencies, right? I mean, so. Yeah, that's right, brother. You know, so it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a fun year. It's gonna be a fun year, and I'll, I'll close and I'll say that I think North Dakota State's gonna be back on the track again and win that FCS chat title after being out of it for <laughs> out of it for a year and having five straight. Yeah, that's when the Bison's gonna win it. So, hey man, it was great yeah, to yeah, talk to you tonight. It was fun to talk. You too, man. And tell your guys to buck up for James Madison this time around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Have right, a great weekend, man. Goodbye. You too. That's my guy, Matt Warner, a, a.k.a. Hokie Smash. You can find him on Twitter. And I also find him on the All Sports Discussion HQ Sports blog. Well, time for me to go to bed. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in. This is Scott Burks' game with the Clown Hour. Signing out, 06 tonight. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.